1: Many times we are like children. An adult gives us something. And the adult says, can I have it? He says, oh, no, 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 it's it's mine, it's mine. We hold on to it as if it wasn't given to us. Big or small, give it all to God. There is no problem too big for God. Neither is there any problem too small for him. The other day I said, uh, you know, you want to do some work, and you call some people, and you say, oh, can you do this for me? They said, ah, what you want to do is too small. Our scale is bigger than that. We We don't deal with small things. We build skyscrapers. We don't build bungalows. So, sorry, look for some other contractors. We don't deal with that. We don't deal with thousands. We deal with millions. So you hang up the phone. You call some other people. Maybe the next person says, oh, by the way, oh, this is too... Too big for us. What you want to do is too big for us. I only do additions. You know, I do bathrooms. I fix little things. But for God, whether big or small, he does it all. All projects, whether commercial or residential, he does it all. Amen. And you can approach him, whether you are a small man or a big man. Whether you are short or you are tall. Whether you are rich or you are poor, you can approach him. Amen. Big or small, come to him. He will open the door for you. God does not regard the bigness of a man to receive him. God does not regard your wealth or your riches or your honor or your glory to receive you. Whoever you are, whatever you are, you come to him. Whether you are big or you are small, whether you are rich or you are poor, whether you are educated or not educated, whoever you are, whatever you are, you come to God with your heart. And God will humble himself. To receive you. Amen. Big or small. Give it all to God. There is no problem too big for God to solve. Your problem is not too big for God to handle. There is no problem too small for God. Don't think anything is too small for God. Or don't think anything too small to pray about. Oh, I don't need to pray about that. Don't say that. Don't have that mentality. That oh, I don't need to pray about this. This doesn't need prayer. Oh, don't bring God into this. Don't ever say that. No, don't bring God into this. God is in everything. Put God in everything. He wants to be a part of everything that you do. Want wants to be part of your life. So don't say, this is too small for God. No, I don't need God with this. No, God is too busy for this. No, God has better things to take care of. No, God is interested. Whether small be, give it all to God in the name of Jesus lean not on your own understanding in all your ways Acknowledge Him; he will direct your path don't begin to think that this is small I have been through this before I have done this before by the way I've done this over and over again I can do it again don't think like that because God knows he is wise amen big or small give it all to God it's not too busy to hear you out Big or small, give it all to God. He will keep... He will keep and take care of it. He is faithful. Give it all to God. He will keep it and take care of it because he is faithful. Big or small, give it all to Him. He will keep it. He will take care of it. He is faithful. Now, what happens when you don't give it all to God? What happens when you don't give it all to God? What happens when you don't commit it to God in prayer? What happens? And what happens when you give it all to god the first question what happens when you don't give it all to god in prayer anxiety worry or fear anxiety worry or fear maybe there's somebody here who has never experienced this you've never experienced anxiety you've never experienced worry you've never experienced fear is there any such person here never been anxious no never been afraid never worried I think you should tell me your secret. If you can write in the book, I think you're going to make it big, really big. The only thing is that maybe nobody will be able to replicate what you do. You'll be the only one. Amen. These are common things. If we don't give it all to God, if we don't give it all to God, big or small, the result is anxiety, worry, or fear. But when we give it all to God, the result is joy, peace, and contentment. Joy, peace, and contentment. Contentment without complacency and definitely without covetousness. I've talked about that uh, a few times. God wants us to be content, but not to be complacent, neither to be covetous. There's a tension between the two extremes. Covetousness on one side, running after it, running after it. Want to beat them, the right race, the right race. You know, I want to have it, I want to have it. The scripture says, Whoever wants to be rich in this world, say, will not be innocent. So, the race to be rich, the race to have it, the race to get it, covetousness. And the other extreme is, oh, it's okay. Everything is fine. You just sit quietly. You just sit, you know, don't do nothing, just relaxing. Nothing moves you, nothing troubles you. Happy go lucky kind of thing, you know. Just complacent, just resting, not moving anything, not doing anything, just stagnant in the same place. Of course, you can be stagnant for a long time. You begin to do what? Retrogress. There is no such thing as stagnancy. You begin to retrogress. Amen. If you are not moving forward, if you are not going forward, you are going backward. Amen. But the Lord wants us to be content without being complacent and without being covetous. So the will of the Lord for us is to be content, is to have joy, peace, and contentment. Now, let's quickly look at the scripture, Philippians 4. We're going to read from verse 4 to verse 7. Say, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say, Rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and minds through Christ Jesus. That's f- verses four to seven. Verse four says, "Rejoice in the Lord always." Again, I will say, rejoice. Don't just have joy; rejoice. Make use of the joy that is in you. Show it. Amen. Nobody can really see joy in you unless it shows on you. When you smile, you are rejoicing. Hmm? It's possible to have joy and not show it. You just have joy in you. And somebody says, are you okay? Oh, yeah, I'm okay, I'm okay. And you begin to now smile. Now you are rejoicing. So the Lord says, let your joy be known. Let your joy be evident. The joy that is in you, the joy of the Lord in you, let it be evident. Rejoice in the Lord, not in things. Not in your beautiful wife. Not in your handsome husband. It's okay to rejoice, you know. There will be a day when things are not going so well between the two of you. Mm -hmm. What will you do? Mm -hmm. You'll be crying. Rejoice in the Lord. That one is constant. Amen. You have a beautiful car to drive. Yeah, you're rejoicing in that. The car doesn't last forever. Rejoice in the Lord whether you have a car to drive or not. Let it not be the beautiful, expensive uh, home that you dwell in, that you live in, the things that you have that you rejoice in. Don't rejoice in those things. Rejoice in the Lord. Even when you rejoice in those things, praise God for them, knowing that he gave you those things. The scripture says, let him who glories do what? Glory in the Lord. Let him who boasts, boast in the Lord. You can brag in the Lord. Boast in the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord. I say, again, I say to you, rejoice, because it's important that you rejoice. God wants us to rejoice. He is concerned or he, he cares about our what our emotional, psychological well-being. He says it twice. Rejoice, rejoice is amplifying and showing the importance of it. Your emotional, mental, and psychological health is important. And indeed, your emotional, mental, and psychological health is linked to your physical health. Isn't it? Mind and body connection. Hmm? When your mind is not at peace. When your mind is not healthy. Eventually your body begins to feel it. So let your mind be at peace. God wants your mind to be at peace. So that everything else. Even your body will be good. Listen to this. God cares about all of your needs. God cares about all of your needs. Your emotional needs. Your mental need, your psychological need, your physical, financial, marital, family, academic, professional, business, accommodation, relationship needs. Every need. Even a need that you have that you can't even think of. And you're just like, I I need something. You're restless. I need something. And you don't even know what you need. God knows what you need. And verse 5 says, Philippians 4, 5 says, Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. There's that scripture that says, the gentility of Christ, the gentleness of Christ as what made me great. May the gentleness of Christ make you great in the name of Jesus. Let your gentleness, your gentleness means let your peace, your calmness, your contentment, your joy, your kindness, your goodness be known, be evident, conspicuous, visible to all. The Lord is at hand, the Lord is near. The Lord is close by. The Lord is with you. Let your gentleness, your peace, your calmness, calmness, your contentment, your joy, your kindness, your goodness, be known, be evident, be conspicuous, be visible to all that is around you. Because God is near. God is with you. God is in you. Show God that is in you. And verse 6 says be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to god new living translation says don't worry about anything instead pray about everything tell god this is what it means tell god what you need and thank him for all he has done don't worry about anything instead pray about everything now looking at these verses verses four and five We are told to do what? Rejoice, become, be peaceful, be content. Verses 4 and 5. Become, be peaceful, be content. This is the will of God for you. The will of God is your joy, your peace, your contentment. And verse 6 is saying, if you are anxious, verse 6, they say, be anxious for nothing. If you are anxious, worried, or fearful, you won't be able to experience joy, peace, and contentment. If you are anxious, if you are worried, if you are perturbed, disturbed, you won't be able to experience the joy, the peace, the contentment of the Lord